Hello, audio listeners, and welcome to the Halfwits Podcast, where my brother and I discuss pop culture and geek out about all sorts of nerdy stuff. I'm Kieran, or Kieran Nimbus Online, and this is Tristan, otherwise known as Trons. Say hi. Okay, yeah, that was a unique way of <laughs> nobody, nobody getting into it. Nobody. Yeah, no, yeah, I, I didn't see it coming. Uh, since it's the, the inaugural episode of the podcast, I thought that we should introduce ourselves a bit and the things that we're into before we set up the format of the podcast, where we each bring a topic from pop culture and a show-and-tell style discussion with a segment at the end of the pod where we talk about current events in pop culture, some stuff that's happening in the news. To get us started, I'll go first. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. I work a, a nine-to-five job. I don't love this job, but it gets me money. And my hobbies include playing a lot of video games, doing some reading and writing. I watch a lot of Marvel, and uh, I'm big into comics. What about you? Well, I watch a lot of stuff because I have some free time where I work. I work in a pizza place, so I usually uh, can watch stuff while I'm working. So I watch a lot of like, sci-fi. I know, it's crazy. Mm. Sci-fi stuff, pop, modern stuff. You know, I listen to a lot of music everywhere. I, I, I mean, I pretty much like a lot of stuff. Honestly, I don't have any like Doctor Who's a top favorite. I don't know. There's a lot of stuff out there. I mean, if you say it, I, I mean, I'll tell you right away, but I, I like a lot of stuff. Well, and like, I'm sure that we're going to delve into it because when it comes to like the topic of music, I know you and I have a lot to say about it. I mean, there's a lot of TV shows that we watch. I listen to a lot of podcasts on the side. Yeah, I, listen um, to- I can't I can't like list or watch uh, videos at work, but. It's it's a mostly push button job where I have to like lift metal things off a saw. Yeah. Um. So I I have a headset that I listen to podcasts with, and that really helps to pass the time. That's what sort of inspired me to do this because you know it's just kind of talking to people. If people are interested in that, then I'd be more than happy to share. Fair enough. So uh, yeah. Well, let's just get into it then. I brought something near and dear to my heart for the first show and tell. Dungeons and Dragons. Have you ever heard of Dungeons and Dragons? No, what's Dungeons and Dragons? Well, let me tell you, it's a it's a role-playing tabletop game where you roll dice, you have a character sheet. Yeah, you you have a great time with some friends. Wow, is that the one where there's a guy who uh walks you through the whole adventure? Definitely, definitely. Yeah, so I know you're familiar with this cuz you and I started the D&D club at our school. Yeah. Straight up, back in high school. Um, we started it when I was a freshman, I think, right? No, I was a sophomore. No, wait. You yeah, I was there. a freshman. I might yeah, have been it was a like, junior. It was... Really? It was only I, there I, don't for, remember. I was only there for like two years. Yeah, I, I really don't remember the timeline, but uh, I, 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 it's totally possible. It's, it's been a hot minute. Uh, it was because we... So you, myself, and a few of your friends wanted to play D&D, and we couldn't right. find a good time to do it, except for... After school, because we were always, you know, available after school. So what do we meet, Fridays? Yeah, it was, it was Fridays after school, and we were lucky enough that one of the math teachers, was it, I don't want to name drop, so I'm going to call him Mr. B. Mr. B actually played, like, D&D first edition. Yeah, back when, when he yeah, and he was like, yeah, I'd be more than happy to, because you need a chaperone for these sort of things. We had an ideal space. We wanted the, the library, because there was a lot of already, you know, pretty big tables set up, and there was, like, some rooms that you can go into uh, that were built in there for, you know, like, meetings and whatnot. Yeah. So, yeah, it was it was a great opportunity, and I certainly had a lot of fun. Um, I, don't think, I don't think Mr. B did anything. I think he did no, no. There. He, 
Yeah, no, he was he was just there vibing. I think he was uh, on his computer doing work or whatever the whole time. So yeah, I mean, yeah, I know for a fact he would occasionally walk around to see what what was going on. But uh, I should mention, Mr. B actually contacted me on Discord like a year ago and was like, "Hey, how's it going?" And I was like, "Whoa, Mr. B, my Discord." <laughs> yeah, I, I I guess he saved it because we we did have a Discord that we had to set up just so that we could oh, like. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Because we had to, we had to find a way to organize all the DMs with all the players and have like That's right. decent communication uh, between them. We so, uh, this, is that why I don't see it? I, I, I actually have no idea what happened to it. I, yeah. I think I left because I was moving on. But I, yeah, uh, that was crazy. That is a little crazy, actually. I have my own uh, little Discord server for the group I used to run. I can still see that. Called it Tronza's Tavern. Let's see. Nobody's online, but that sounds about right. So that's fine. Yeah, yeah. Needless to say, um, both you and I are, are pretty familiar with D&D. I've been playing it every week uh, every with the same week. group of people. I can yeah, uh, I actually... I'll, I'll constantly ask Kieran if he wants to play like a game or something, and he's usually a little busy. No, I'm not mad, but he's usually playing D and D at least yeah. half a week. I mean, uh, it slowed down more recently. Mm. Um, uh, said, one of my sessions ended. Yeah. Another one of my sessions is on a hiatus. Uh, another two are on a hiatus. So it's really just the the session that I DM, and even that's been on hiatus because. We're having uh, trouble getting people in. It's summertime and vacations are a thing. Yeah. But yeah, I, um, I've been in a very long-standing campaign called Super D&D. Slight plug, we actually do have a comic that's coming out called The Motley Misfits on Webtoon. It's very exciting. But uh, I, yeah, I, I started with that group in like 2018, and we've just been playing ever since. So I, I love D&D, man. It's great. D&D is a good time. It's a good way to hang out with other people you know and just go wild with crazy fantasy stuff you know you could just you could do pretty much anything you can imagine you could just have your character do give or take you know some rolling you had to roll well enough to actually be able to do it i mean yeah it's like improv with rules for nerds because we love doing numbers sounds about right that's actually a pretty accurate depiction yeah, I mean, uh, it it really is the ultimate yes and, except <laughs> sometimes it gets pretty intense. I have to think, I've probably played maybe 50 or more characters over the last six years. I'm pretty, a lot. I've probably played a few, but I, I prefer to DM. So I've oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Five. Besides the one that I'm DMing right now, I DM'd... At least a couple in the high school club. In the D and D club, yeah. Because I mean, we knew going in that there were going to have to be less DMs than Yo, players. We did Stranger Things before Stranger Things. Yeah, no, I, I and I'm gonna say I didn't think we we realized it at the time, but I think what really revitalized D and D was Critical Role and Stranger Things later on. Because I think it was the year after you left that we had a bunch of people coming in because of Stranger Things. It was it was insane. It also caused some problems because I, I don't know. I don't know what people were expecting D&D to be. But they would get upset because it wasn't like the show. Well, uh, the show doesn't even showcase a lot of the gameplay. It yeah, really doesn't. it doesn't. I don't know how much you've seen, but it's it's not it, like it's in there, but it's not really a part of the show. They just yeah, it, 
it's strange in that in that way. It's kind of in the background, and you know, it's a good addition to the show. I think it's great for Stranger Things, and it's it's like how they name the characters they fight. You know, like the Demogorgon comes from traditional D and D, but the gameplay itself isn't really in the show much. Well, and speaking of the gameplay, I I could I, honestly you could make a whole podcast about D and D, and in fact, there are many. There are so many podcasts about D and D because there's a lot to talk about. And you could talk about. I mean, you could talk about your experiences playing the game. You could talk about the rules that are constantly being um, added to. Uh, you could also talk about the drama more recently with their guidelines that are like trying to take money from content creators. That's not great. Not surprising, but, you know, it's not great. Uh, but really, I, I, I love the game because it gives me an excuse to be creative with the support of people around you. It is a group storytelling game, right? I don't have to write a book uh, when I can write the setting for a book and then I have independent characters doing their own thing. You know what I mean? Makes sense. Yeah, yeah, I know. I get it. That, that, that's pretty much how, it, how D&D is. It's that uh, ability to, to just be creative and, you know, learn to love whatever you make and, you know, actually give it some life. It's, it's pretty awesome. I, I love D&D. I could honestly talk forever about it, but how far are we into the podcast right now? I think about 10 minutes, 11 minutes. Okay, yeah. I think that would be a good time to transition to you, then. So what's the what's the next Marvel movie set to come out? Is it Meet the Marvels? That, uh, that sounds about right. Yeah. Uh, as of time of recording this, it should be. Yeah, so let's see. Marvel Phase 5 timeline and Phase 6 is kind of already coming out. Let's see. Uh, make sure I find a good article that's actually up to date. Yeah, this one oh, that came out last year. That's going to be way out. This one was last updated 15 hours ago. Actually, the next thing we're getting is only in about 10 days. You want to guess what it is? Or it's uh, 13 days. Hmm. It's not a movie. It's a, it's a Disney Plus show. A it, Disney Plus show? It features Nick Fury. Oh, Secret Invasion? Secret Invasion comes out in about 13 Hell days. yeah. I, I'm super excited for that. The comics run was really good. So yeah, yeah, I'm very interested to see how they change it up. It's supposed to be very dark and gritty, if I remember right. So mm -hmm. it's gonna be like a, mm -hmm. I don't know if it's gonna be like a mystery type show or if it's gonna be just like an action packed, you know, like like some Rambo type stuff. I, I don't know what the goal is exactly. But I got like John Wick vibes from it. Maybe. I mean, it could be like a Die Hard or not Die Hard, Born Legacy or a Born, just any of the Born movies kind of vibe where Samuel Jackson's on the run. And he's just trying to do whatever he needs to do. Uh, it's supposed to be a right. paranoid thriller with shape-shifting aliens. So yeah, that's, I mean... That's the nearest thing to us that's supposed to come out still. Uh, after that's that... That's super cool. We head into Loki Season 2. Did you ever watch Loki? Which, I love Loki. I have... I have the theme song and the uh, what, what the green theme on Spotify. I love it so much. Love the show. Well, the I thought that they did a really good, a great job. First thing we got to talk about, which was probably talked about when it came out, there was a whole like ending thing. Spoilers ahead. Uh, yes, big spoiler alert. I mean, if we're talking about the plot of the show, yeah. So like, so like Sil Sylvie, right? That's like the girl Loki. When she yes. kissed Loki, there was like a big backlash from audience members. Uh, because they considered it like some form of like incest type thing because it's still Loki attracted to Loki. I'm I, I'm not entirely sure if that's the exact reasoning behind it. That's what I thought the reasoning was. 
but I bring this up because I'm very interested to see what they do with it in season two. I don't I don't know if they're going to continue that like plot line of, of Loki and Sylvie, which is the girl Loki, if they're going to still try date or something like that, or if it's, she's just going to get thrown out of the show or what. And that's not even talking about what Kang's going to have in the show as a main part of he's going to be the villain of season two. And it's really unfortunate, too, because I'm sure you've heard, but I think the actor is Jonathan Majors. He Yeah, there's some stuff. Yeah. Yeah, he did some pretty uncouth Yeah, what did things. Oh, I gotta look that up because I cannot remember exactly what it was that happened or that he had done. Um, yeah, Jonathan Majors arrested. Yeah. Oh. He was arrested and charged with multiple misdemeanors Saturday after being accused of assaulting a woman during a domestic dispute. Oof. Um, the actor was arrested on suspicion of strangulation, assault, and harassment. Man, it's kind of, uh, I don't want to make any terrible jokes here, but that's uh, that's pretty unfortunate. So I wonder how they're going to deal with that, especially coming into Loki season two. I uh, Yeah, I mean, he's supposed to be the big bad of the next series of MCU movies on top of, you know, having such a major role in Loki. In terms of his acting, I actually liked it, but I, I, I can't endorse him as a person. I, I think that that's a, it's awful what he's doing. So I don't know. I don't I mean, it's Disney. So clearly they want to keep their reputation squeaky clean. And you know what they did um, to James Gunn over Guardians of the Galaxy 2? I know. I mean, I'm glad. I'm glad that they got him back. Uh, speaking of, he he signed an exclusive deal with DC, so yeah, he's uh, cool. Guardians Three is the last one for the yeah. MCU, which is crazy. I'm excited um, to see all this DC stuff coming forward, but we can talk about that a different day since now we're talking about Marvel. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a lot to talk about. I could rant about DC because I have some things to say there. But <laughs> uh, back to Marvel, yeah. Loki, so. I'm very excited for, but there are a lot of questions in the air, especially like how involved is Sylvie going to be? Because we don't know, like we we followed Loki on how he got back to the TVA and how that's all changed. I don't I don't know. Is Sylvie just going to like hang out up there and become the next? Uh, what do they call him? Uh, the, the one. The one who remains? Yes. But I thought yeah. that was is she a gonna... specific variant. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's hard for me to say. Is she just going to stick around there? and watch things from afar or is she gonna like is she gonna do something about it or is she gonna sit down and rest who knows what did thanos say i'm gonna watch the universe smile or something <laughs> i don't think that's what he said <laughs> they're all very happy that i killed half the universe <laughs> but i'm gonna sit here and watch the half the people left smile about it yeah uh, exactly i mean it was something he said it was it was all that's basically what he said like he's gonna he's I gonna watch he a grateful like, universe he was like finally a job well done or something like that or like <laughs> <laughs> he definitely, oh, definitely did not. Uh, hold on, let me uh, hold on. Uh, uh, or it would have been the vibe of like, to... oh, I'm all done with getting uh, all these six infinity stones. Now that I've killed half of everybody, now I can sit and farm for the rest of my life. Well, yeah, here it is. I can finally rest and watch the sunrise on a See, grateful universe. I told you it was something like. I was right about the grateful universe part. Okay. Oh, come on. Okay, anyway, moving on. Okay, so after Loki Season 2, our next confirmed movie is The Marvels, which is, uh, I thought it was called Meet the Marvels, but it might be just The Marvels now. So The Marvels is supposed to feature Brie Larson as Captain Marvel. There was a Disney show, 
uh, what well, let's see, who is that? Uh, where a girl played Miss Marvel, which is like a teenage version of Captain Marvel, but a little different. And then there's the girl from what was it, the end of WandaVision that got powers. And those are the three Marvels, essentially. Yes. And as far as like the trailers are showing, it's that their powers are interconnected somehow and they teleport from spot to spot. So if one of them uses their powers, they like they're quantum entangled or something. So they swap positions in the universe. I don't know. Yeah, it seems I mean, OK, I I don't want to be a stickler. Um, but when I saw the trailer for this, my my heart didn't leap out of my chest in excitement. Yeah, my uh, personally didn't either. Because, because like you go uh, no it's just i i don't i don't i don't know the stakes i like i don't i don't know how emotionally invested i'm gonna be i watched miss marvel the show and i liked it for the most part there were some parts that i you know i i didn't like fawn over but it was it was a solid show uh wandavision was a mixed bag i liked a lot of the aesthetics of wandavision and there's certainly a lot to be said about Vision's dialogue in that, which was really good. But her whole arc was a little messy. And obviously that bled into Multiverse of Madness. Uh, so it's, it's... Monica, Monica was such a minor part in that show. I, she plays a bigger part in the entirety of the Marvel Universe, but it is sort of like threw her in with powers. And yeah, it's just it, I, I don't. I mean, I'll probably watch it when it comes out to streaming, but I'm not sure I'll watch it in theaters because I just, I, I don't know. It, nothing seems like, oh, I need to go watch that because I got to figure out what's going to happen next. There's no draw to it. It's just kind of like, oh, their powers are intertwined. Okay. Yeah. Like, it, it, I, did it set up a villain? I didn't think so. Uh, it, it, it was oh, just wait, like... Wait. There is a person that's set to play the villain. Somebody from Velvet Buzzsaw? Zaw Ashton. Zaw Ashton is... What's she? What's she? Let's see. Uh, let me look up the Marvels and we'll see what character she's supposed to play. Oh, it's just a rumor. Slash, I guess she might have been in the trailer or something. Oh, okay. Do you remember in the first Guardians movie, the blue guy with the hammer? His name was like Ronin or something. Ronan the Accuser, yes. That's the name. So I think, like, his race is where she, the villain is from. Oh, interesting. At least that's what it kind of looks like. She's surrounded Does the villain by, have a name? I don't know yet. I'm looking. It's hard to read all, right. all this at once. Dar yeah, no Ben? Dar, Star Ben? It's a Kree general who teamed up with Ail Dan in the comic books to overthrow clumsy fallop and name himself emperor of the kree empire huh. I, 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 I don't know I, I i read some comics but i don't think i've read enough to know who that's supposed to be yet but well and to be tell. frank you could never read enough comics to be caught up i like you just gotta you have to pick like certain sections of the universe that you want to dive into and i want ghost rider so bad in the mcu i don't know why he's not there he, someday some year i don't know sometime uh all right so i just want to be it i just want him so bad i know i know i want nick cage in there 
I mean, if anybody's going to be Ghostwriter, <laughs> let it be Nick Cage. All right. I, I, I'm tired of people calling him a second rate actor. He's awesome. I mean, the thing is, they're probably going to do the new Ghostwriter, which I don't hate the new Ghostwriter, but I do love Johnny Blaze. Can we get Mammoth Ghostwriter? Oh, yeah. That, <laughs> I mentioned that to you. Yeah. One of the first Ghostwriters wrote a Mammoth. Yeah. What a, what a G. What a G. All right. So after the Marvels, we'll have another Disney Plus show called Echo. And Echo is supposed to follow. Okay. In Hawkeye, you know the girl that was uh, deaf? So she signed everything? Yes. That's the main character. Yeah. Um, there's little known for the plot, though. It's supposed to be where Hawkeye left off, maybe. Probably her origin story. I'm not exactly sure what she's supposed to be. But Char- Charlie Cox as Daredevil will be in the show again, just like in She-Hulk. Really exciting. Yeah, Charlie Cox is great. After that, I, oh, or you, or you can bring us something. Oh no, I was just gonna say I thought it was super awesome how uh, he was brought back as Daredevil into the MCU because he had his own TV show that was very successful, and they could have replaced him, but they didn't. They threw him into um, was it Far From Home? Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. That's the third one. Of the Spider-Man. Yeah, he's like, Spider-Man's like, how'd you catch that? I'm a really good lawyer. Yeah, right. Uh, so anyway, know. you can continue. continue. I, I personally didn't mind the She-Hulk series, but I get I just felt like didn't like it. I just felt like they undermined the entire thing at the end. Well, I think they were just showing that it turned into every other Marvel show and every other Marvel movie at the end. And it was like, what are we doing here? <laughs> What's the point? I, I liked that ending. I thought it was very fourth wall. It seemed very She-Hulk to be like, why? What are we doing here? Let's just, I, just, I don't know. Let's, let's go I, talk I just, to Kevin Feige's The Robot and see what's up and try to get some. And she even brought up the whole mutants thing. She was like, what are they getting in here? She, she It seemed very much to me like what some of the movie watching population has been thinking lately. Like, oh, we're all superhero burnout. All this stuff's the same, you know. Well, sure. Well, it, it felt like it was giving a voice to the characters and at least addressing, sorry, not the characters, the audience, and at least addressing our concerns and problems. But, like, here's my thing. if it, Being self-aware about an issue doesn't suddenly solve the issue. You know what I mean? I, I'd, I'd much rather... I'd much rather have watched She-Hulk coming away with, oh, that was a super unique experience, and they commented on it, rather than, I kind of just watched the first episodes because, I guess, and then the end sort of put the rest of the series in tone. That's fair. But that's my personal opinion. That makes enough sense. She-Hulk in the comics is great, too. Uh, If you want to read a good comics run, she has a couple that are great. Yeah, so after... After Echo, then we have Ironheart. Now, I've got my own personal issues with Ironheart. A lot of people have issues with Ironheart, even comics fans, okay? Because I, like, like, I, I don't hate the idea of a new Iron Man type. I'm not hating on that. I'm more confused as to why it wasn't the little boy in Iron Man 3 who got all the tech to be Iron Man and was probably smart enough to be Iron Man. That kid should have been the new Iron Man. Yeah, like... <laughs> <laughs> that's just my that's my two cents like i this character we met her in one movie in wakanda forever she was there i guess because she found a good use for vibranium and that was that, that that was it and then she was just in the movie 
and she like well and here's the thing if you thought that her introduction was just sort of like thrown in yeah with it just the new black panther movie weird. in the comics it was literally iron man died and with like two paragraphs of text it was like this is the new iron man riri williams iron heart she's even smarter than tony stark she's a child genius and it's like what bro like give us some time give us a second jesus christ and she can just make an iron man suit yeah yeah i, I like if I, can... i'd say honestly honestly they handled it better in the mcu than they did the comics but Probably. i'm still not a fan still just, not a fan i don't get i i i, I don't know I think we gotta wait and see it a little more, but I'm just kind of like, oh, I I can't say it's too soon, but I don't know if that's the one we wanted slash needed. I, I, it's I'm hard. It's not. hard to replace Iron Man. Okay, yeah. super difficult to do that. And uh, they, they and have better options: Iron Man's daughter, Iron Man's wife, Pepper Potts. Uh, yeah, I I think the 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 thing is they're trying, and I don't know if you've noticed this, but they're. Tr- set up the young avengers yes they're trying to set up the young avengers yeah i get that well like hawkeye i think the well, i can't remember her name but uh whoever the hawkeye girl is she looks great i think she's gonna be a great addition to the young avengers ant-man's daughter don't know where that's going but <laughs> that's yeah that was fun. wild that's that topic. whole movie was wild i i liked i liked like half that movie and the other movie I, was like you know what hot take right now i think the way that they they incorporated Modoc was probably the best way that they could have done that, <laughs> considering so how <laughs> how goofy ass the character is, even in the comics. Yeah, like, right. how do you ground that character? The answer you is you don't. don't. Uh, yeah, I, I thought that that was well done. But yeah, you know, the whole movie was <laughs> on that movie. I was watching it. There was a game theory that came out probably like a week after the movie came out. And uh, Matthew Patrick, Matt Pat as uh, the you know the voice of the channel he he made up some good points on how he was ex- he thought that the ant-man movie had been changed last minute and originally was meant to be a movie of coming to age passing the baton at the end of season uh, at end of phase four going into phase five where like mm. his daughter uh cassie lang would become the new ant man ant woman however it'd be and so what they did was they kind of took that storyline out. And so there's a lot of scenes where we see like stuff between, uh, you know, Scott and his daughter, Cassie, but there's not much there. They just argue once or twice and then they suddenly make up at some point. It's just, it, it feels very incomplete. And that was supposed to be the original narrative of the movie, but they dropped it for some reason or another, probably to market it as, um, I don't know if it's considered phase five or not, but whatever phase it's in, it was originally designed for the other one as the other end cap of the other phase. It's it's yeah, and I I don't this is a sort of separate thing. But did you did you notice that they swapped actors for Cassie? Yeah, I think so. What, what was the end of Endgame to that? Yeah, like in Endgame, you know, Scott comes back and he sees his daughter, and it's very emotional. Because she's grown up now, and yeah, the actor in this movie is just a completely different human being. Like, yeah. I, that was weird for me to see. Um, but yeah, I, I completely agree. It did feel like, I don't know, like there was just a little something there that I was missing out on. So that's and that's an interesting there theory. There's so much talk on uh, Scott, or not Scott, Hank Pym's uh, wife, Susan. Is that her name? I don't remember. 
Yes, Susan. The one who's stuck in the quantum realm for so long. Yeah. There was like a lot of focus on her for some reason in that movie. In, in her time in the quantum realm and it felt kind of strange because we didn't know that character like at all and this was an ant-man movie and scott was in the movie probably less than she was i will say um i i loved the visuals of the movie and i think i think both this movie and multiverse of madness are on the same level for me they're like a, a c plus tier movie yeah because like, something missed yeah i like it has a lot of the same things i like about the mcu in there it's just yeah there was like i don't know just like something of substance was missing couldn't wanda Um, have just found a dimension where she had like died recently and she could just adopt her two sons as herself yeah you don't have to apply logic you don't have to apply logic it's an easy Uh, solution in a (laughs) multiverse of infinite earths theoretically one of them has her dying like in a car crash them you you could argue that it would be hard to find and maybe the 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 dark hole didn't want wanda to find the perfect solution oh that's fair all right anyway anyway, we're getting way off track so iron hurt yeah uh previously it was slated for fall 2023 but i think that's where echo's gonna be in so iron and how are we doing on time by the way oh we got plenty it's uh, 30 minutes in. Okay, okay. So after Ironheart, then we get Agatha, Coven of Chaos, from WandaVision. Yeah. It's, I... it's, it's not a big plot, like, MCU overall show. It's just kind of supposed to tie up some loose ends from WandaVision. It'll be interesting to see what they do with Agatha. Yeah, um, it might help as a show to help tie up some events from Multiverse of Madness. Um, it's not really known, apparently, what's going to be in that show. I, I couldn't tell you. I know that Agatha is sort of, um, I mean, she's sort of a big presence in, in the villainy of the, well, yeah, the Marvel she's, comics. She's, uh, the MCU version of the Satan themselves, like, secondhand woman. Yeah, I mean, like, she causes a lot of issues. Yeah, um... So I don't know. Maybe she. Maybe the show is gonna like reintroduce her as the the big bad of Phase eighteen of the MCU. I don't know. Who knows? Maybe it'll be the new villain of Phase five. She. It wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't uh, Kang. It was Agatha all along. I loved that, by the way. Quite like I have never laughed out loud while watching a Marvel TV show, but that got me. That was pretty. And I killed Sparky too. It was oh Agatha all along. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty good. It was a good little change of pace. Everybody's like, "What is going on in this little <laughs> world of Wanda's?" Yeah, <laughs> nothing's making sense. <laughs> Cue, you know, penultimate episode. All right, so after Agatha's show, which is supposed to be winter, roughly, again, they change these timelines all the time. Mm-hmm. Then we get in spring of next year, 2024, Daredevil Born Again, which is... Oh, yeah! Yeah, they're going to they're gonna, they're gonna bring him back. Yeah, and he's going to get a whopping 18 episodes as of right now. That is huge. So it's going to be very similar to his Netflix run of like three or four seasons or whatever he did. Although I don't think it's going to be the same saga. I think it's going to be like a different story. 
Yeah. Well, I, I I'll be interested to see how they do it. They could like do a pseudo continuation. They could do like a soft reset. Uh, Kingpin's supposed to be in it. Yes, uh, because he was also in Hawkeye. Yep, um, he was in the original Daredevil show. And this- also, can we talk about uh, what a glow up, right? He got his own like super strength. And I mean, there was also the was... Daredevil movie that came out a while ago, long time ago. Oh, oh, oh! You're talking about like like two that early two thousands Daredevil so. movie? Oh shoot, that's like twenty years from before now. That's a long time. Now, long time, long time ago. Yeah, I don't think it was Charlie Cox, was it? I don't think it was. I know. I, it, I don't think it, up, it was. But I'm pretty sure it wasn't. Who? I don't know, man. The suit was really weird, and I didn't like it. Ben Affleck. It was. It was Ben Affleck. I think so. Hey, John no Favreau, like. guy who like directs all the Marvel stuff at this point, was in that yeah. movie as the the sidekick or like the other guy who like shares the apartment. Foggy. Yeah. John Favreau was in Daredevil, apparently. Anyway, moving on. So, point being, so Daredevil 2, Born Again, Electric Boogaloo, comes out theoretically spring. After that, and this might be more like what you want to wait for, is Captain America Brave New World, which features the Falcon as Captain America. Yes. That makes you wonder, does that mean we call him Captain America, or do we call him Falcon, or Captain Falcon? Falcon. <laughs> oh, like, uh, dude. Where does that? That would be hilarious. Name? Is that Captain Falcon uh, now? I think. I think it's gonna be. It's gonna be Captain America. Can we call I him think, Fa- I think Falcon so. America? How about the eagle? Uh, Let's just call him the eagle. That's American. <laughs> it's a bird like a falcon. Close I don't know, man. I, I think. I think it's gonna be whatever they said it. They wanted it to be. I don't think that he's the Falcon anymore. I. I think that he's supposed to be. Or maybe it'll be. Captain America, the Falcon, or something like how Doomfist has different names. Like, uh, I am blanking on the. Hold on, Google, help me. Doomfist. Yo. Predecessor. All right. I okay. So there's this guy who's appearing in the MCU, who's been apparently in the movie The Incredible Hulk. His name is Tim Blake Nelson. Now you might not know the name. But you probably know the actor. Do you? So for all listeners out there and for you, um, Tim Blake Nelson is for uh, he was one of the bad guys in Holes. Mm. As an example, Uh, he was in uh, The Ballad of Buster Scruggs, which was a Netflix thing. Uh, Oh, brother, where art thou? What else was he in? Okay, he was in. Guillermo del Toro's uh, Cabinet of Curiosities recently. What else is he in? The original Fantastic Four at some point, if I remember right. Uh, if you see a picture of him, you'll recognize him if you've seen him before. He's apparently coming back into the MCU. I don't, uh, because I guess he was in The Incredible Hulk. I don't know what he's playing, but apparently he'll be in it, so he's pretty good. Uh, William Hurt was originally in. Uh, Thaddeus, uh, William Hurt has passed, and he played Thaddeus Thunderbolt Ross. But with his passing, Harrison Ford is meant to replace him, also known as Indiana Jones. Mm-hmm. Or uh, what else is Harrison Ford in? Uh, Han Solo from Star Wars. He's going to be in this movie. Uh, Red Skull might return. Wow. Uh, 
Betty Ross from The Incredible Hulk. Apparently, this movie's going to have a lot of the characters from The Incredible Hulk movie back in like the early 2000s, right? That was when that movie came out. Yes, probably. I can't. I I haven't watched that in a long time. But a lot of the characters from that Hulk movie are going to be in this new Captain America, which would probably signify that Bruce Banner, probably Mark Ruffalo, is going to be in this movie too. Yeah. This movie's I'd got a probably. loaded cast. It's got a loaded, probably, storyline, I'm sure, with a whole bunch of stuff to cover. That's supposed to come out in May of next year, 2024. All right. Any thoughts? I think the MCU is looking good. I just hope that um, they under-promise and over-deliver, because that's going to make people really happy. I think superhero burnout is a real thing. Um, even I'm starting to, like... When a new Marvel show comes out, I'm like, Ugh, okay, I'm going to love this, but I'm going to have to set some time aside, and I don't want to do that part. Um, I just, uh, some of these movies I've never been a big fan of. Like, personally, like, Captain America movies, they're fine, but they're not, like, my big sellers. <gasps> yeah. Oh, dear. Uh, you didn't like Winter Soldier? I, I liked it, but it wasn't, like, it's not in my top 10 or 15 that is a hot take, but I, I respect your opinion. I've just never been a big Captain America kind of guy. Uh, and probably the same with like Captain Marvel. Like it was good. I liked a lot of it. It was funny. And Samuel Jackson and, and the cat uh, goose and stuff like that. But it just it wasn't like one of my top ones. So these next movies coming out, I'm just not really like hyped up for. I feel like I lost my hype when it came to Quantumania and Guardians of the Galaxy 3. So now I'm in a like a like a depressive uh, waiting <laughs> for some more movies by speed to come out. OK, speaking of I, I, I don't want to take up too much more of our listeners time. Uh, so I want to wrap it up. Guardians of the Galaxy 3 has has come out recently. Love the movie. Um, I thought it was really emotional. And despite what a lot of other people say, Adam Warlock, listen, the, the, you're here first. Adam Warlock was just a a power creep character in the MCU. He was used to show how other characters are powerful. Uh, he, he himself as a character was sort of bland. Uh, um, Sentry was a more interesting version of him in the comics. So the fact that in here they gave him they gave him a purpose. He's like a half baked perfect man. Right? That's sort of the idea. He's supposed to be dumb, because he was theoretically hatched out of his metaphorical egg early. So yeah, just, which I kind of like. Brain cells. He's super powerful. You see him just, like, ram through ships and, like, uh, like fly in the air at super speed. Um, I mean, in the first his introduction, few minutes, uh, yeah, in the first few minutes of the movie, he, like, decks, like, the whole Guardians of the Galaxy pretty hard. Yeah, yeah. All so, by himself. I was just going to say, loved how he was introduced. Really liked Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Kind of confused at the end because it said Star-Lord will return. So are they, like, retiring the rest of the characters? I, I, we got a lot to it, wait on on that. Yeah. Uh, but um, There's two more releases for Phase 5. Okay, we can go over those and then we'll, we'll head to news. So the next one in July 26th of 2024, again, pending, uh, Thunderbolts. Yes, and this is a little concerning, only because the actor that played Thunderbolt Ross actually passed away. I don't know if you know this. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Um, oh, I told you that. That was uh, William Hurt. 
And yes, that's who yeah. Harrison Ford is going to replace. Okay. Things are yeah, lining gonna up be now. The, he's going to be Ross. I hope that they do it with class. Now, here's how the Thunderbolts are going to be lined up. The Thunderbolts is going to be a team comprised of um, Bucky Barnes, so a Winter Soldier, uh, Florence Pugh, who played Yelena Belova, uh, Black Widow's sister. Yes. Um, their parent, their dad, Alexei Shost- Shostakov, Red Guardian, played by David Harper. Yes. He's going to be yes. great. Yes, love uh, yeah. John Walker, played by Wyatt Russell. Uh, who's John super Walker? excited for that? Did I tell you Wait, really John quickly? Walker? This would be a f- so he was the the guy in Falcon and the Winter Soldier that replaced Captain America. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Keep I I'm actually going to cosplay him at a con coming up in North Carolina uh, next month because I think I have like the the same jaw shape as him. Yeah, and, um, and you got the blonde hair and uh, yeah, and I have the button nose. Yeah yeah yeah. But anyway, that was just a quick aside. I I I think the character is amazingly hateable. You know what I mean? <laughs> He's just really unlikable. He does such a good job of doing that. I just yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, you you can continue. So Taskmaster is also going to be on this team from Black Widow. Oh, okay. They're bringing and her back. Okay. The last of like the character squad of the Thunderbolts is the Ghost from Ant Man and the Wasp. The second name. Yes. Um. So it, it, a team, lot of people. Oh, cool. I, I, I don't want to... I'm sorry for interrupting. I'm just so excited. Uh, the Thunderbolts is... And it's like this comparison... Avengers. It, it, it's it's something of a Suicide Squad. It kind of is. They're supposed to be villains. <laughs> and they're being led by Contessa, who is that... She's yes. the woman that keeps showing up, like, and is kind of redirecting these Thunderbolt characters to the wrong things. Like the one that's yeah. Black Widow's sister that Hawkeye uh, killed uh, Natasha, Black Widow. Well, and I don't know if you know too much about John Walker, but in the comics, when he was disgraced as Captain America, he transitioned to U.S. agent. And he became sort of like, um, well, I mean, he just did dirty stuff for the he government. A stuff U.S. That, agent. Yeah, he would, do, he would do things that Captain America would not be allowed to do. Uh, and for that reason, he had a different outfit and everything. Um, and yeah, I think it's, it's going to be interesting to see what they do. I hope it's not like a, a copy of Suicide Squad, because that movie, those two movies, have set, I don't know, an expectation for people, because it's the easiest comparison to make. Um, but I think that they can do something unique with it. I, it's going to be interesting to see. I, I'm, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty hyped for it. That movie is the thing that I'm looking forward to probably the most, other than Loki Season 2. Which would be pretty good, too. I can't yeah, imagine yeah. that's going to be bad. I like Owen Wilson. I like Loki. Um, so the last thing, which, and again, I don't know if this is the full Phase 5. I think it is. Um, the last thing to be released in September of next year is Blade. The vamp- It's Vampire Hunter. Yes. Yeah. Vampire yeah. Hunter Blade. Uh, the which... script is roughly 90 pages. It features currently only two action sequences, but they're working on changing it. Apparently they don't like how it's set, so it might be delayed a bit. It'll be it'll be interesting to see. Blade is an iconic character. Cult classic. The thing is, way back when uh, Marvel was struggling, they sold a lot of their movie licenses to Fox. Yep. And because of that, we got the X-Men movies. We got a lot of mediocre movies like the Fantastic Four, 
Yeah. Uh, we got yeah. Blade, which was okay. I, I think I think Blade attracted a lot of non-movie watchers or a lot of non-comic uh, readers. Um, so that was that was a plus of that for sure. But yeah, I it is. And yeah, exactly how you should feel. Um, so I hope they they give the character a little bit more depth instead of just like being an edgy killing machine, which to be fair is sort of his deal, but he's got, he's got more going on. It's his deal. Yeah. No, no, makes sense. All right. So a lot of exciting things in the MCU. Thanks for sharing. Uh, cause I love the MCU. I know you do. Yep. Um, so, uh, let's just hop into, again, this is the first episode. Uh, so I'm going to establish it here. At the end of the episode, we're just going to quickly talk about something that happened recently in the entertainment news industry. Uh, I'm not going to talk about, like, drama, but uh, I, I do want to talk about today Diablo 4. Have you had any interest in the Diablo series? I know it is kind of like a Path of Exile slash, like, World of Warcrafty type game. Um, and it's probably yeah. story-based rather than a bunch of quests. Um, so I know a little bit about it why well yeah so yeah it's like um it's like it's kind of like a roguelike um in a weird way but it's it's like procedurally generated and there's an infinite number of quests you can do and you're always like leveling up your character a very rpg style um that game just came out and is getting amazing reviews i like i was shocked i I, when we do eventually talk about overwatch it's gonna be it's gonna be a mournful episode yeah, when I talk about it. Yeah. Uh, so the fact that they had such a miss and then immediately came back with such a hit, um, I think that it, it, it established at least a little bit of goodwill um, within the company because clearly they can produce great things. It's just in recent years, it's been a little lacking. Um, but yeah, Diablo 4 came out. It's gotten a really great reception. The story, I don't, I, I don't follow the story of Diablo. I think I played Diablo 2 I know at the some point. His name's like Dante, isn't it? Duh. Duh. I think okay. you might be thinking of Devil May Cry. Oh, that's exactly. I think that's it. That's it. Mistake. <laughs> but anyway, uh, uh, to, to wrap this up, uh, yeah, I think, I think Diablo 4 is popping off. I'm going to be watching some gameplay. A couple of my friends are playing it and... Assuming that I'm not, you know, absolutely broke, uh, I might, I might pick it up. It seems really good. Uh, graphics are really cool. Uh, there's a lot of things to do, and uh, yeah, it's, it's really exciting. Well, is there anything that you want to talk about before we wrap things up? Yeah. So there's supposed to be a new flavor of Coke. Do you want to take a oh. guess as to what the flavor name is or its purpose? Hmm. Okay. Let me think of previous they ones. Had they had like bite, move. They've had space. Dream World. They've had Dream World. Okay. Uh, I'm going to guess that the new Coca-Cola flavor is called Moving Out. Wow, you're wrong. Oh, so the flavor dang. is supposed to be Coca-Cola Ultimate. Coca-Cola Ultimate. That is a, so, yeah, that is a claim. So Coke has partnered with Riot Games, who makes League of Legends, Valorant. Yeah. And yeah. they're probably the only ones that matter. <laughs> I, I mean, also, let's just throw out Arcane. Amazing. But uh, well, that, that falls under League of Legends, I thought, because that's like... that's Yes, fun. yes. But, okay, so that that's pretty much... That's, that's them. So they've teamed together to make a soda for gamers. 
Mm, as opposed okay so the, they they never have like a straight answer as to what they're supposed to taste like because i yeah, guess no they're they're always yeah it's not I like they know. just mix random stuff together they're mystery flavors it's like it tastes like 80 90 coke and then it just tastes like but huh. is this supposed to be like a mainstay like a, a brand no, expansion because no. all of those other flavors are sort of temporary yeah this is another limited edition release okay, okay. and as i quote it's supposed to offer drinkers the taste of experience points. Mm, yes, of course. Now, when I hear the name Coca-Cola Ultimate, I think of like charging up an ultimate in whatever game, Overwatch, whether it is in League. Yeah, charging Apex. Up. Apex, yeah, but whatever. I recently you loved Apex. But yeah. yes. So I feel like this is one of those things where it's just supposed to... I don't know, taste green or something. I don't know. It's just supposed to taste like experience points. I'll stick to my zero sugar Mountain Dew. Thank you very much. But uh, I'm sure they'll make I a mean, zero sugar version of this too. Uh, dude, I'll, I'll probably end up trying it. I, I'm i not a huge fan of the Coca-Cola products, but I, I do try the new Coke flavors. They get me because I'm like, I gotta know. And it's usually pretty bad. Fair. It's usually pretty bad. <laughs> Um, so but yeah, yeah, that's supposed to come out. Sweet. Okay. Well, uh, since we're winding down, um, I will plug myself. You can find me at Kiernimbus at all the places. Uh, not all the places. I don't I should probably expand, but I'm, I'm at Twitter, YouTube, and Twitch. That's where you can find me. Do you have anything that you want to plug? Uh, that I use? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I mean, I don't think I have anything that I like consistently use. Okay, I don't. Well, remember. we'll just say, yeah, you should check out his editing. He's he's been helping me edit some Code of Lamb videos on my channel, and it's very funny. So you should definitely check that out. And if you do end up making your social media, we'll make sure to plug that in the future. Forgot one oh. thing. I'm always gonna tell a corny joke. Oh, okay. All right. You ready? No, dude. Yep. A ham sandwich walks into a bar and tries to order a beer. Okay. But the bartender says, no, I can't do that. And the sandwich goes, why can't I order a beer? And the bartender says, we don't serve food here. Ah. Because huh. ah, huh. ah, he's huh. a ham sandwich. Okay. Well, I think I have nerded out as much as you have. So thank you all for listening. We will see you guys later. Bye. Bye.